cliffcentral.com. George Mean is here. It's a Friday, so it's time for the Auto Central Power Pod. George every week brings us some motor news, gets us going, knows how we he can better inform us and educate us about the world of cars and such. George, before we get started with an update, good morning, by the way. Are you much of a crier? Morning. Not really. Okay. How do you deal with people Any- who cry? <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, try and be empathetic, try and understand their situation. Um, but, uh, you know, un- un- unless you've been through the situation, it's very difficult to, um, you know, feel someone else's pain. Um, mm. Have you ever seen someone cry in a Ferrari? I heard that doesn't happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that flexed? Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look who's back. It's flexed. And then George, George, last last comment on this. As the CEO of Auto Trader, if you were minding your own business at the office and someone started crying at the office mm. in the middle of a very mm. serious meeting, would you be able to mm-hmm. take them seriously? How would you deal with that? Uh, it's happened before. Um, you know, uh, I've been around the block here, well, in this business for going on 17 years. So it's, it's happened a few times. Uh, and the, the standard practice is, um, let's take a break. Let's take a minute, go and compose yourself and then, uh, and let's carry on in about five or six minutes. So oh, you give it's them, really, I mean, you give them a timeline. <laughs> if you are not done by five minutes, it's George the Slave. Oh, right yeah, that's. <laughs> It's going to make it worse, man. Uh, no, you've got to be you got to be empathetic. You can't be cold hearted. So you can't sit there and look at the person and say stop. It just it doesn't work like that, you know. You go you got to be a little bit uh, empathetic, trying to understand the situation. But if you're trying to get through something in business, um, you know, take a break, come back, and then uh, and then try and work through the problem. Okay. I don't know. We'll should we just, just stop, yeah. yeah, should we just agree Here's to this more ignore on the this problem? <laughs> I would actually gladly continue <laughs> with the meeting and let them sob yeah. in the corner and just carry on with it. What if they what if, what if they what if they've got uh, you know genuine um ideas and uh, and and value to add in the meeting because if somebody's not engaged in a meeting they might as well not be there. Well clearly um, your your so, value has diminished if you are a sobbing wreck. Oh, my Lord, sir. Gosh. <laughs> George, <laughs> what's in the news? Sometimes good ideas come out of emotion, eh? You just don't know. Very true. Okay, then I'll start mm-hmm. bringing alcohol to the office because that's how I but remember, you know, I, I think I think your frontal cortex is is very much a filter, um, and uh, and sometimes you can filter the good things out if you if your if your uh, uh, you know your logical brain is too much in action. So you know sometimes emotion is not a bad thing. It lets the it's the real kind of you know raw ideas out. So cry, yeah, it's fine. Clears up the cobwebs. Trying to tell Sia that for like an hour, it's okay no, to cry. No, it's not happening. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not having any of it. Not no. at all. George, what is in the news this week? Well, uh, I, I, I brought this one out just for you, Sia. A Florida man. Ah, we love Florida. Oh dear. <laughs> A Florida is there a Florida in South Africa? Do you think? Yes. Um, in Durban, no. In no. Yeah. Is, uh, I'm okay. thinking about Florida Road. Oh, or do you uh, mean like, is there an equivalent of? Oh, an equivalent. I'm thinking of the equivalent. I know okay. what Florida 
is there an equivalent in South Africa of Florida? Anyway, a man chases down his stolen Lamborghini on a scooter. So uh, this gentleman in Florida, he is sitting peacefully in his own living room. And uh, next minute, uh, he has his uh, Lamborghini Urus startup. And uh, Lamborghini Urus isn't a quiet car. Uh, and it uh, turned out that this 14-year-old boy uh, decided that uh, this Lamborghini Urus was something he wanted. So uh, took the Lamborghini. <laughs> Went on a bit of a joyride, but the story doesn't end there um, because uh, uh, the little boy, the 14-year-old, parked the car on the side of the road, got out, was sobbing his eyes out, and when the the owner of the car came along on his scooter, um, approached the boy, and the boy started asking him for advice, unknowingly that this was the owner of the car. (laughs) I just stole a car. I don't know what to do. I I I, I don't know if I'm in trouble. <laughs> what a dodo! <laughs> Multi-million rand car, which has more horsepower than any bicycle you'll ever own. Exactly. I'd also panic, but I'd enjoy that joyride, eh? Woo. Well, the Lambo owner said to the 14-year-old boy, um, "You know, the fact is, uh, uh, this is going to be reported to the police, and mm-hmm. uh, your best solution is just to be honest, because they'll go easier on you." Um, and at that moment, the police arrived, and uh, um, well, we don't know what the outcome is yet. Absolutely. And apparently, it turns out it wasn't his first crime, though. Oh, absolute idiot. You see, I'd be pissed that you stole my car, and I'd be pissed at the fact that you have the audacity to cry in front of me. <laughs> no, if someone's well, leaving their Lamborghini with the keys in the door, like, you have every right to take that joyride. Every right? Yeah. Flags, there's something called legal and illegal here. George, no, it's what? called being an opportunistic person. Wow. Whenever are you going to get a chance to drive in a Lamborghini? Well, legally or illegally, you could go for a test drive. You just go to the dealership. You don't have to steal it and go to jail to have a test drive. George, surely if I went to the Lamborghini dealership, they would not let me test drive a Lamborghini. Or would they? You're flex, so they might. Um, I know, but my credit card says like zero, 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 one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then... uh, um, First, let me ask you, Sia, um, are you an anti-vaxxer? Are you going to go for the vaccine when it comes around, eventually, maybe 2020, 2035? Yeah, look, the... The particulars of it, where you stand and ethically and whatnot, that's a complete different story. I am just, yes, yes. I want to get it now just because I'm jealous. I, I need to, okay. I need to go on Instagram. I need to say I'm vaccinated. So yes, I, I'm, I'm a vaxxer. Oh, you're a vaxxer. Okay. So, uh, um, Moscow, Russia, as a matter of fact, um, is giving away free cars to people, uh, who get the COVID vaccine. So they're incentivizing, uh, um, these are 195,000 rand cars and they will be giving away five per week in a lucky draw. So you go and have your vaccination, you get to enter a lucky draw and you get, uh, uh you get to, uh, 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 potentially win one of five cars every single week. Well, obviously you can't have a vaccine every week, so you can only do it once, but, mm-hmm. uh, um, they're incentivizing getting the COVID-19 shot by giving away cars. What? I think she saw this in the news. Someone commented on it and they were like, in 2020, it's your civic duty to get um, the COVID vaccine. And then in 2021, it's like, get the COVID vaccine and stand a chance to win a Honda Civic. <laughs> 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 
So, uh, so anyone over 18 who receives their first two dose COVID-19 vaccine from the 14th of July, uh, sorry, 14th of June until the 11th of July would be automatically entered to win this, uh, 195,000 Rand car. And, uh, um, yeah, good on them. I mean, very impressive. Like put your syringe in a lucky draw. Yes, exactly. Revenge in a lucky draw. Well, uh, uh, um, and then uh, could carbon capture save ice cars? Another bit of a boring topic, but uh, um, you know, I don't know what it is about petrol heads because um, the moment electric cars start making the inroads into the world, someone comes up with an idea to try and save save the internal combustion engine. So a bunch of engineers have come up with this process to extract carbon out of the uh, dirty stuff that. Um, you know, combustion engines produce the CO2, capture it, and then uh, use it to recycle so that it doesn't go into the atmosphere. And it's called carbon capture. Um, now, I really do it a factory doesn't move. So they've got a bit of a challenge when it comes to doing it with cars. How do you capture the carbon in a car? Because you've got to effectively extract the carbon, store it, and dispose of it or reuse it um, at some point down the line, um, which means mm. you've got to keep it on the car. Which I think is going to be difficult to do, but but it's amazing how p- some people want to save these fossil fueled cars and fossil fuel uh, manufacturing plants for some reason. Why we've proved electric cars are ten times faster, ten times faster, ten times better, sixty percent cleaner, uh, more fun to drive, quiet. I don't know if it's the noise. It's like it's like putting money into research and development that is worthless. Yeah, like uh, we're moving towards electric vehicles. Why, why, why do this? I don't understand it. Carbon capture. Well, good on you. Maybe we can get some new technologies for other stuff, but, but not cars. Let's just, let's just go electric. Um, I don't see, I don't see the point, to be honest. Do you think um, we will go full electric straight away or we're going to phase in first from semi electric and those cars that go from, from normal combustion and electric and use it, use both? Uh, we have to go full electric. Hybrids, uh, yes. <laughs> you're talking about hybrids. We have to go full electric, facts because um, uh, the, the 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 trouble with uh, Europe, not the trouble with Europe. The good thing about Europe is they've put down the gauntlet. Um, uh, the UK has said that by 2030, no more um, internal combustion engine vehicles are allowed to be produced and put on their roads. Um, oh, most yeah. of the other European countries have said 2035 and so on and so forth. So different countries have got different deadlines in Europe, but uh, somewhere between 2030 and 2040 seem to be the deadlines. Now, if you if uh, uh, an, a hybrid vehicle is, has an internal combustion engine that helps drive the car, so it doesn't fit into that deadline. Uh, okay. into I mean, that so, makes sense. Because I read that Mercedes is no longer putting any money into research and development on combustion vehicles, only electric, and I'm sure the rest follows suit. Yes, Audi has done the same. So, uh, uh, so it's 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 a matter of time. That's all it is. And and the, and the thing about South Africa, sixty percent of our production in South Africa is exported to to Europe, mostly to England because they're right hand drive, and uh, and because of that big chunk of our economy going out of the country, the exports, which is a good thing, we have to move to full electric. The the the, the transition through hybrid I don't think is going to is going to be the But my the, question is we can barely have electricity for our houses now. How are we going to like power up our cars? Mm. I just heard this can <laughs> no, so I've got an electric car flex. I don't know if you know it's in the in my garage. Which and, one? Uh, the iPace. 
Jag. Jag, yes. I've been driving that probably for the for the last three or four weeks. And uh, I have not had an issue even through the worst load shedding over the last month. The car charges wow. for an hour, two hours a day. And load shedding, you know, if you if you who's gonna get home except for the eighteen year old, maybe Sia, get home at two o'clock in the morning. Were you doing a live video at two o'clock in the morning the other day, Sia? At two AM oh, <laughs> oh, that is a weekend. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> Talking about, talking about yeah. It's like, no, that would never be me. <laughs> let's, focus on, let's focus on EV. Okay. Um, so, uh, so to answer your question, um, uh, uh, I've been driving this EV now for the last month or so through the worst times of load shedding, and I've never experienced a problem. And uh, at the moment, I don't have enough solar panels on my roof to to charge the car fast enough. So I have to rely on ESCOM power to charge the car um, at this point in time. Um, and I've I haven't I haven't faced an issue at all. You do maybe wow. if you do sixty seventy k's a day. In normal driving, it's a lot. And if you th- most people think about an EV, oh, I've got to charge the thing from zero to 100. No, you don't. I'm charging my car maybe from 80 to 100, maybe from 90% to 100, which is very small, short, short periods of time. When are you charging it? Are you like plugging it in no. every day or you go like a week and then charge? No, no. That that's the that's the practice that gets you into trouble with an EV. If you if you treat it like an internal combustion engine vehicle and wait for the tank to empty and then fill it, mm-hmm. then you're going to wait 12, 15 hours to charge the thing. Whereas you plug it in every single time, like your cell phone, one, two, three hours max, and it's fully charged again. Would you feel comfortable like driving to Cape Town in this electric vehicle? Like where, where would you charge up? I get plug it in the wall. No, well, the wall charges are, are very slow. So they, you know, a car like this from zero to full is going to take you about 30 hours to charge if you plug it into the wall. Because it's only charged for about 2.5 kilowatt hours, uh, maybe three. Um, whereas fast charges charge at 22, 33, and 66 kilowatt hours. So uh, there is fast charger every 200 Ks on every major highway in South Africa. Really? Already? Yeah. Um, I did not know that. That's great. That's impressive. Don't, if you, if you go and look at my social media feeds, you'll see I've put maps of where these charges are. So they, they're all over the place. Um, um, so uh, talking about electric cars, you know Norway is leading the world when it comes to EVs. And um, uh, they, they're facing a little bit of a challenge at the moment because uh, because the, the, the penetration of EVs in their market is so high now, the government is starting to lose tax because they've incentivized it so much. So they're looking at bringing the taxes back to cars in Norway now that they've got this high penetration, which I think is, a, is, a, you know, is the way that South Africa should go. We should drop the taxes across the board for a period of time, mm-hmm. get the transition to happen, and then reintroduce the taxes slowly. It's not like like the government can operate without tax. They have to have tax. So let's not think that they don't, they, uh, they can't operate. Uh, or should I say they can operate without tax? The, uh, the fact of the matter is they need the taxes, but we should lower those taxes for a period of time to get people to switch. George, is the progress to your liking when it comes to how the world is moving and, and taking on EVs and that trend? Sorry, say the thing again. You, you started. Would you well, say it, is, is can you, can you hear me now? Are we all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, is the progress to your liking? Do you think the world is moving as fast as it could when it comes to adopting electronic vehicles? 
or electric vehicles? I think, yes. I think if it wasn't for Elon Musk, the answer to that would be no. But uh, because of him, yeah. um, the, the world is progressing very fast. Uh, and, and, and I think it's as fast as it can go. Uh, the biggest challenge isn't the EV. The biggest challenge is the battery. The battery technology mm-hmm. in the world is is lagging the uh, everything else. Mm-hmm. Chip, silicon chip, it's lagging software development, it's lagging uh, uh, aesthetics. Uh, it's just the battery development um, is 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 that's what's holding back a real mass adoption because it's expensive to make. Um, it doesn't charge fast enough. Um, uh, the ranges, well, the ranges are now getting get, getting pretty high. I mean, in a, in a hundred kilowatt Tesla, you can do five six hundred k's. My iPace can do 400 k's on a full charge which is a 90 that is that is didn't someone bring in uh, a tesla into south africa recently just once yes there was one tesla brought into south africa it cost about double the price of a car because of the import tax wow yeah why did they bring it in or was it just like they had the, the cash it was a marketing thing, um, oh, and I still think it's a marketing thing, which is good because uh, it, 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 everybody and anybody who can drive this transition will save the 60% exports that we stand to lose if the industry doesn't change. Hmm. Sure. Alrighty, George. Are people lobbying though? Behind the scenes, we all are. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're making suggestions to to government. We're uh, we're talking amongst ourselves, uh, Auto Trader, NAMSA, the OEMs. Um, we're all trying to get the right solution on the table and uh, and and as auto trader we're trying to use our our reach to um to try and change the mindset of the consumer around evs and uh, uh and and tell people it's very possible to drive to cape town like you asked just now every 200 yeah. is a charge i'm gonna do it in the next uh you know in the next little while i'm gonna do it as soon as as soon as this wave uh, starts to get behind us and then i'll show you that it can be done okay yeah definitely blog that Mm. Awesome. George, is there anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank you very much then. Cliffcentral.com